Yo, this is Jake Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Alright, so yo, welcome to the next episode. I got my man Rock on the line. Rock, tell everybody who you are and where you're from. What's up, man? It's Rocky Barber, uh, co-owner of Over the Top Barbershop, creator of Uplift Provisions Company. How are you? Doing great, man. Thank you for being on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, where is Over the Top? I know that's somewhere in Medford, Malden, somewhere up that way. Uh, we're actually in Stoneham now. We, oh, Stoneham. Uh, we moved, yeah, we moved around a little bit. You know? Okay. Uh, we started in Stoneham. Two Cheers, me and my uh, best friend, my partner, Luke Noreen, uh, just Two Cheers Studio, and uh, we we grew out of it in about three months. <laughs> you know, wow. the walls the walls are closing in on us once we uh, actually start using appointments for our booking system because we were a walking basis, so uh, we ended up uh, switching it up because we didn't have any room for our clients to sit, so we get another space over in Wakefield, Mass., where we started, I believe, with like four Cheers, expanded to eight. We were there for about three years, and then we finally we grew out of that place. And now we got ten chairs in the Stoneham shop, and we just built a, a nice little loft salon upstairs. So, oh no, shit! Sure. Uh, yeah, we're grinding. Oh, I didn't know great. that. Yeah, yeah I man. like your. I, I, you're a great follow on Instagram. So, just so everybody knows, <laughs> it's at Rock Your Barber. R O C C Your Barber, right? R O C K. R O C K. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah. It'll be linked in the notes, so check the notes, okay? But yeah. what a great follow between that and the Uplift Provisions one. It's like you're really using the stories to tell a story, and I think that's why I like talking to you so much. Um, yeah, man. I'm getting a, I'm getting a little view into your life all the time, and it's all seems to be super positive. I haven't I haven't really ever seen you post a negative thing ever. <laughs> you know, it's not my. Uh, it's definitely not my way of life these days, man. I'm just grateful to be alive. You know, I've. Uh, you know, not to burden, but I've uh, I've been through quite the journey uh, myself with my recovery, and you know, my uh, losing two sisters, and Oof. I don't know, I've, I lost three friends this week, man. So Jeez. it's been a tough one. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's life, you know. And uh, I think the biggest thing I you know I had a really cool event yesterday over at, uh, over the top barbershop. Saw that. Just want to you know shout out for my boys up in uh, Portland, Maine. Ringo Black, your barber's barber, Dylan, and you know, some of the homies over at Buzz Inc. over in, uh, up in New Hampshire, driving almost two hours out to come spend the day with us, man, just kick it and, uh, you know, creating that atmosphere of just positive vibes. You know, I had people coming in off the street, like randoms, like, yo, you guys open? We're like, yeah, man, like, just <laughs> giving haircuts, so, like, that's how we do it, you know, and, uh, my buddy's just coming in and being like, yo, this, the vibe in this shop is so positive. It's like, it has to be. You're spending 12 hour days next to these guys, you know, you're with these people six days a week sometimes, you know, uh, right. away from your family. You got to have that positive mindset no matter what, because uh, you don't want to portray that onto a client, um, you know, another barber or even a mom or, you know, someone coming in with their kids from the shop. We always want to have a smile on our face. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, you know, hiring people, it's like, you know, a lot of my questions when I'm talking to people is like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Like, have you ever heard of the Jerky Boys? Like, you know, these, like, I want to know 
what you like because it's going to tell me what you are like if I'm going to spend 10, 10 plus hours a day, like you said, you know, it's really important to kind of make sure it all works, you know, yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. That's okay, too. Like, it's not no beef. It's just like, you know, you just yeah. this the same for you. This, this, this shop, we're not a good fit. So, um, so this shop that you guys want to explain to people who don't know, it's basically like you're walking into a giant brick enclosure with just barbers everywhere hilarious things happening all around <laughs> and and just like do you have a pool table you have like something going on there like we probably have a pool in there man i yeah. couldn't even tell you that place is like that. <laughs> that's what i mean it no, seems it's... so chaotic and fun yet Every haircut that you're posting or that I'm seeing like live in the chair is dope. It's like, it's not, I mean, the haircuts are still at a high standard. You're still holding super high standards around the haircuts is what I'm saying. I just, I find it I very it interesting. Works. It's, uh, it works, man. We're, we're definitely a, uh, you know, I guess we're, we're a pretty crazy bunch, man. It's like a circus, you know, a lot yeah. of barbers in there. <laughs> we've, we've cut hair at probably, you know, multiple shops together over the last 10 years, you know, uh, it's just, it's a group, you know, we got a lot of people that recovered from uh, alcohol and drugs and you got, you know, you got a lot of people that have been through it. You got the young bucks coming in. We got a little diversity in there, you know, some girls in there and it's good. It, it's, it's definitely welcoming to anybody that comes in. Anybody we, we know, we know them by their first name. We're greeting the customers, you know, we're helping, holding the door open for the guy, you know, struggling to get in with an amputated leg. You know, it's, right. it's a family basis. You know, we're always trying to have conversation with everybody as a group, you know, and always still, you know, being aware of your surroundings, your space, being mindful of people, you know, our biggest argument in a barbershop, I'd have to say is the music, you know, it's like, right. we'll be vibing out. And it's like, man, like all of a sudden swears go on, you got to switch it quick. And we got a pretty serious sound system. There used to be a DJ uh, speaker store. So we got some serious acoustics in there, man. And <laughs> it travels. So like, you know, that's, that's the vibe of the shop. That's over the top for you. Like when we created that name, it came to me, I was, uh, it's actually a grocery shop and then I had some family stuff going on, um, right before I lost one of my sisters and I had been taking care of my nieces and nephews and I got to receive a really nice phone call from my aunt. And she's like, you know, Rock, like you got you're working like 14 hour days. I see what you do, you know, but you still become present for family. And uh, I just want to say, like, you're always going above and beyond. You're always over the top. And I'm like, yo, that's the barbershop. But, like, <laughs> we we pat that shit. We we are, we rolled right with it. And Luke was down, and we just, you know, it, it's just us. We're not normal people. We don't want to be. You know, it's, <laughs> we want to be over the top, no matter what, man. And, Dude, it's it's definitely it's 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 a beautiful thing to you know the lights go out at night you close the shop you just kind of sit in that silence of just seeing what we built over the last you know three four years and you know going through how many barbers man and we've got 10 chairs we've been through probably 30 barbers in three years bro wow uh, <laughs> i'd say every Every single person and you know they leave they come back but we never burn bridges man like we, we always try like if someone leaves I'm, I'm the first one i'm going to try to help them with the state board i'm going to try to get them set up with distributors i'm going to try to get them set up a product like that's that's what it's about man you, you yeah. want to keep the message going in any possible way you know to to make that person 
better. You know, I would never expect expect somebody to work for me for the rest of my life. I didn't want to work for anybody. That's why I did my own thing. Right, right. I love that, man. You yeah. and I are very similar in that way. That's cool. I didn't know that. Very yeah, similar. Man. You know, like I always tell my guys, you want to go open your own shop. Don't be secretive about it. Let me know. I'll help you. Yeah, it's not a it. it's not a hateful thing. I'm glad. Like that's that's such a positive. Um, reinforcement to what i'm doing you know yeah and uh that's great dude all right so so you started cutting about how long have you been cutting when did you start i'd say i got my first pair of clippers on my 14th birthday mm. and, uh, it was off to the races after that man i didn't drop those things i was cutting every day in school cutting in the library cutting in stop and shop cutting <laughs> in my boys bathrooms and I, you know, cutting the wrestling team, I still cut the same friends, you know, actually 15 years, I'd say, actually just hit 15 years, uh, you know, uh, in December or so, because it was my birthday. And I, nice. it's just one of those things. My aunts were hairdressers for a long time. My brother-in-law uh, learned how to cut hair in, in jail over in Puerto Rico. And I just, I always loved the atmosphere of the barbershop, you know, just being a kid going in, helping sweep the floors, just it was something that always has been like sacred to me. And, you know, uh, you know, my parents split up at a young age and I was kind of going into a new school. So I didn't really, you know, I was leaving a lot of my friends back home. I grew up down on the South shore. So I ended uh. up moving up over to, uh, the North shore area. And, um, that's when I, I really got to fit in and become who I was, was because I was the kid that cut hair, you know? So oh, I started wow. building my friend spaces through that. And, uh, Ended up going to barber school right from high school. I knew exactly what I was going to do. Um, I went to cosmetology school for a little bit. Uh, tried to do that for a bit, you know, a little bit of the coloring and stuff. But, you know, I, I just I couldn't put those masters down, man. I, but I, I tried to adapt to, like, what's going on now? I, I was trying to create that, you know, 10 years ago. Like, I used to go get my hair cut. I'd go get a fade at, a, you know, a nice, like, Dominican shop, and then I'd go get my hair cut on the top by a hairstylist. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> just, no, for real, and it's one of those things. It's such a beautiful thing to see, you know, the barbers want to get creative with the stylist, and now the stylists want to be barbers. And that's, like, probably one of the biggest things with Uplift is when I created Uplift, man, like, I was completely broken. I didn't think this was going to even work. I started making pomade on my stove. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be, you know, spider grip or something, you know, and I, I just like was going to make something for the shop. And I came to the realization that the industry, man, it, it was starting to change. It was changing in a bad way and it was changing in a positive way, though, in a more positive way where I was seeing, you know, the, the barbering and the styling industry merge where it's like, all right, let's come up with a unisex product. You know, let's come up with something that's eye appealing for both men and women. Mm. You know, let's come up with something that you can leave on a bathroom sink and you don't need to put it away when you have company over or a <laughs> woman can carry it. Yeah. You know, like it's all about attention to details, a positive outlook on life. That's my life. That's why uplift is uplift, you know? And, uh, it's just one of those things, man, where yeah, we always seem to forget. It's like, I, I remember doing perms in, in school and I'm like, damn, I'm like, I want to go back to that. I want to, you know what I mean? We're all starting to get back. The eighties is coming back. That big hair, you know, it's a beautiful thing, bro. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's one of those things where the industry is changing. My outlook is to unify it. I don't care if I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm cutting 
from like 9 a.m. to, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night on a Monday, I'm getting up Tuesday morning. I'm loading up my Jeep with the product that I made by hand. I'm hitting 20, 30 barbershops in a two-day period. I don't care if I'm driving two hours, three hours, one hour, half. I don't care. I don't even care if they know who I am. If I walk in and I see they're selling a T-shirt, I'm buying that T-shirt. You know, I, it, I, it's just how it works. I want to unify this industry, man. Like, Within a 20-mile radius of my barbershop, I can think off the top of my head, maybe 25, 30 shops that carry my product. And I don't think of it as a competition. I'm here to help. Like like I said, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive. So my outlook is to create a product that's for everybody, which it is. You know, ethnic hair, curly hair, women, men, I don't care who you are. We created it for everybody. Yeah. But at the same time, to kind of break that barrier where we can unify this industry and, and have those hair jams and and just go into another shop and I can wear a, uh, you know, a superior image shirt over at over the top barbershop right next door, you know, and I can feel confident and I can have a Boston barber, you know, shirt on. I can rock momentum, Haven barber studio. The list goes on. Like these are just, right. I'm just doing what we're supposed to be doing. This, 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 uh, industry used to be a union as it should be. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, I can't believe how much you and I are on the same page. So this is exciting to me. So we gotta yeah. we gotta talk a lot more offline, because um, yeah. this is like exactly what I'm talking about. And the, and the reason I started the whole podcast was to help people because it seemed like you know quick backstory for me. If you don't know, my my listeners sure know and they're probably sick of hearing it. But I, I mean, like 2003, four, I was cutting hair in a shop every day for a living, and I'm like searching like online for like other barbers that we can like compare notes and talk to and like try to like get together as friends i want to like is there a convention can i learn something from somebody like the guys in my shop are great but it's just them two and me you know (laughs) and um i was always looking for that so when instagram came out it was like real cool but it seemed like nobody wanted chit chat this is like 2011 right nobody really wanted chit chat and like i seen like i remember like the first bar that really like blew my mind was um was uh, diego yeah, D G F D J Diego, whatever it is, I forget. I'm really bad with Instagram names, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, you reach out. I didn't reach out to him, but like other people on that status, like you reach out, like, yo, this is crazy, man. Like, keep doing your thing. Um, if you're ever in the area, I'd love to talk to you, whatever, you know. And it's like nothing, like crickets. And I find that odd. And it's like, well, what are we doing here? And so I just started interviewing people that i know on my podcast and talking to other people and then all of a sudden i'm starting to feel that unifying i'm starting to i'm having um females hit me up that are in cosmetology school that found the podcast yo it's really inspiring thank you for this dudes in uh uk dudes in canada um i got a couple listeners in japan i don't hear from them but (laughs) i find that odd it's like let's let's get together let's let's unify i like that so how do you do? How do you balance that? So how many days a week are you on the road with Uplift? Because you seem, because like you were in my shop one day in Medfield, which is in the middle of nowhere, and like the same night, like you're like having dinner in like the North End or something. Like I noticed, like on your on your story, and like then I see you at Nick's shop, and I'm like, yo, what the hell? This is this dude. How are you doing all this? Like, what's your? Do you have a schedule, or is it just kind of like, hey, I guess tomorrow I'm gonna do this. I, uh, you know, I, I work on the hustle, bro. I mean, you know, the only thing that takes me forever is haircuts. <laughs> I'd like to say that, man. Like, <laughs> I guess my, my spirit animal is like a squirrel, man. Like, you know, I, I just, uh, it's one of those things, bro. Like, I wake up, I love what I do. You know, I believe in it 
there's no way but up from here, you know. And if you're passionate about something, you got to grind. I don't care what it is, what how you feel, this and that. Like, you know, I've been working since I was 12 years old in Haymarket selling apples on a friggin' got a, a, a pallet of bed to, you know what I mean? Like sell one dollar, one dollar. Like I can sell anything to anybody. But at the end of the day, my father, who's the salesman, you know, only sell something you believe in. Right. And, you know, I have my weeks where I'm crushing. I got my weeks when I'm down, but I believe in the network. I'm in it for the network. Yeah. My network is my net worth, period. And, you know, yeah. uh, the feeling that I get from, you know, just walking into shops and seeing the underrated barbers that, you know, they, they just have nasty skill. And, you know, the ones that are got a school that are trying to learn and, you know, they're trying to get on these brands and just get noticed. It's like, man, I asked my buddy the other day, uh, Larry DeVille, he owns uh, 968, the shop over in Somerville. And uh, me and Larry actually had a falling out some years ago when I was off and running. And uh, I had to make an amends to him, you know, and yeah. and it was a pretty, pretty heavy amends where I was like, yo, man, like whatever I got to do to make it right, to clear my end of the street, you let me know. And he's like, you don't, you don't owe me a thing, bro. I see what you're doing. I seen the chain. Just keep doing what you're doing. And now wow. Larry's my highest wholesaler that I have in uplift history. This dude is stockpiled. It wasn't wow. even like a question. I didn't even have to ask. He just, he went in and I go, so like you, you know, I'm not going to talk about all the brands, even though they're great. You know, I'm like, yeah. why do you make the twit, the switch? And he's like, you know, I, I, I sold for these brands for, you know, 15 years. I never even got a free t-shirt. He goes, you walked into my barbershop before I even bought anything. And you shouted out every single one of my barbers on your Instagram without even a, a switch. Like I had pictures of like, that's the feeling and just making them feel like I don't care if I get 20 haircuts a day, I'm stopping and I will repost every single barber that tags up with provisions go because <laughs> this is something that needs to happen. And it should have happened a long time ago where, you know, there is no competition. If there's a competition, it's with myself. And right. if I'm a barber and I'm in a mirror, I'm only going to constantly challenge myself to be better. The most humbling thing is learning. And that's the most humbling thing is I can go, I can walk around my shop and I can be like, damn, like I, the other day I was walking around my shop, man. And like you said, how do you balance? You know, I got a partner that I would die for. Thank God, Luke, you know, that runs the show and I'm not, you know, there and we right. try to balance it out, you know, good cop, bad cop. But the other day, man, I was walking around in my shop and I'm like, damn, man, my barbers are good. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm walking around I'm like, damn, man, like, you know, shouting them out. And, and that's the balance. It's, it's the energy. I'm not uplift. You guys are the uplift. Like you're making me get out of bed, which, you know, I hit my knees every morning. I meditate to make my bed and I ask God to put, you know, higher power, put somebody in front of me that I can help today in any way, which or form. And that's my, my gas right there if i don't do that you know i'm downshift i'm not uplift so i gotta go out there and and like i said make smiles making the relationships with people i was with josh Pereira the other day from title town man yeah i drove i drove two and a half hours to get to that dude i, I went in the wrong direction got back <laughs> this dude hey man i get in there he's shooting a, a, a videography for gillette i'm walking in he's got People wait. I'm like, man, I didn't think anybody was busier than me, bro. I'm like, damn, like I'm on the phone too, and I'm I'm waiting. And I'm like, I I sat with that dude. He gave me an hour and a half of his time. Yeah, he's the me man. To explain explain what uplift is, and you know that's that's the beauty of it. It's like you're I'm, you're not gonna get that with another line where you, I'm walking in your shop. I'm taking money out of my pocket 
for not being behind my chair. I'm sacrificing my time with my bars, my partner, you know, my clients, my, you know, I, and I got to do what I got to do to grow the the brand. So it's like, you know, you walk into some of these shops and like, oh, who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Uplift. Like, that's me. I don't know what else to say. That's like Paul Mitchell walking into his shop. You know what I mean? I got a lot (laughs) on my line. My, you know, my reputation is always on the line and, and I, I, I love it. I love the adrenaline. I love that, man. We got a big event tomorrow night over at Big Night Live Network. You know, any it's a network, Greg Hill Foundation, anything charity related, orphanages, uh, addiction, mental health, PT, I don't care. I'm there. Like, nice. Uplift will be there because that's what we have to do, you know, and, and to be different. You got to be different. And uh, I think balance for, you know, to, to close it would be self-care, man. A lot of our barbers, like, we don't, we don't eat, man. I haven't taken a lunch break since 2004, bro. I don't even yeah. know, you know? Yeah. And, and that self-care, it's like it weighs on you after a while. You know, we're, now we're, we're getting on. You know, we got the ring lights in front of our faces. You know, we're curled up. We're doing fades. We're cutting each other. Like, I, I slipped my hand over open last week on the phone. I was calling my brother. I had a straight razor. I slipped my fingers so bad, man. I had stitches. I fainted in the middle of my shop. Oh. I'm not even kidding, dude. I got like 10 witnesses to prove it. I got pictures for you. I fainted. <laughs> I fainted. I'm not going to lie, because why? I didn't drink any water. I'm running on like 10 shots of espresso a day. I get up. Yo, luckily, it was one of my chemists with uplift in the chair, bro. I get up. I woke up from fainting, finished his haircut. He's like, bro, why don't you go sit down? I'm like, nah, man, I got like three more and I got to get out of here. So like, <laughs> yo, I finished that haircut and my boy was like, yo, this kid is on another level. You know, like where it's just, I don't, I don't start something and, and, and I don't finish. I just keep going. I don't, it's, you can't slow me down. You know, like I had a, a call a couple of years ago, the hardest thing after my car accident, I flipped my car over. Um, and I broke both my feet. I was cutting hair on a stool for eight months, bro. 12 hours a day, six days a week, two broken legs, boom, banging out cuts, doing what I got to do. And, um, I finally got a little better and I'll never forget. I got a call, uh, you know, not to be sad, but I got a call about my sister, uh, passing away overdose. My, my literally my rock. Mm. I just started, I had just started my bald fade on this kid. Right. And I just had put my ball line in. I get the call about my sister. You bet you bet your ass I finished that haircut, bro, before I went and was with my family. Wow. Everyone's like, yo, I'll finish that. I'm like, nah, man, well, I got to I gotta finish this haircut. Not just because of the client, but like I had to escape. My brother, I remember looking at me, he's like, I'm like, dude, I can't stand cutting hair anymore, bro. I like, I want to go sell cars. He's like, don't ever say that to me again. He's also <laughs> in recovery. He goes, you're at your most relaxed state. And you're, you're in your element when you're behind that chair. And he's right. Every single thing I have in my life that's been positive and, and keeps me going, I've gotten behind that chair. Every single one of my best friends, every single person in this industry that I've shook hands with, I don't care. If I got Jay Majors sending me Connecticut Barber Expo tickets, if y'all need them, I got them. I got every ticket in the house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't care what I got to do. Man. And, I, and that's the purpose of it because I'm not doing this for – for me, bro, this is, this has to be just like my sobriety. It's got to be bigger than me. Yeah, and, um, yeah, for I wrote, sure. Yeah, I was with DG Cuts the other day down in uh, Rectify in um, Mansfield, and we had such a solid conversation where like she just gets it, you know, she's got it, she's got it in the mind, and we we kind of share like you know how do you balance, and we were talking, and I she goes she asked me a question like where's the balance, and this is where I wrote this, and I, I'll even send it to you. I was like. 
To be the voice of the people, you must take average lifestyle out of the equation. To reach the world with a powerful message takes pure insanity with the correct intent to do so. I wrote that. Yeah. And that came to me where it's all about your motives, right? Are you you're looking for Instagram followers? Or are you looking to build an army of people that are like-minded individuals that will have your back? You know, like I don't even, I wouldn't trade one of my uplift educators for any, like I just wouldn't. Like they are ride or die. They've been with me through grueling, you know what I mean? Growing yeah. pains and we're just growing and, and everything falls into place as it should when you're doing the right thing and you're being positive. Sure, there's going to be tough days and heartaches, but at the end of the day, the big picture is, you know, helping others, uplifting, inspiring, feeling that power, like where you can just change someone's day with a haircut, a hot towel, a laugh, a smile. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, we give a service, like I'm doing haircuts. I'm going to cut someone's hair. I'm going to wax their nose. I'm going to wax their ears. I'm going to make them laugh. And then I'm going to take some professional photography of them. That's like a, that's like a model shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's who wouldn't want that? You know what oh I mean? like, man, this is really refreshing, bro. Like, re- like, re- like I'm know, having I'm a little moment cry. here. This is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. And I gotta tell you, I didn't want to cancel this again on you, but like half hour ago, I just threw up out of nowhere. Just was walking the stairs, didn't feel good, yacked. My wife's like, "You just throw up?" I said, "Yep." <laughs> she, what happened? <laughs> no idea. I just burped and a whole bunch of crap came up. So she's like, "Whoa, what are you gonna do?" I said, "I'm gonna go finish this podcast because I, because for one, I said I was gonna do it, right? I told yeah. you like over a month ago I was gonna do it, and I had to cancel the last one, and so I'm not gonna cancel again. And so just putting it out there to say, same vibe, love it. You got to do what you got to do. It it does take an insane person, you know. It, you you people always ask me that aren't. Uh, I don't know how to word this without sounding like a dickhead, so I'm just gonna say it. Like, there's like nine, there's like nine to five people that work, go home, eat dinner, watch their favorite TV show, and go to bed. All right, and I have a lot of friends that are like that. I'm not like that, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, I mean, you're crazy. You're always trying to start something new. Why don't you do this? Why don't you settle down? Why don't you do that?" And it's like, dude, <laughs> when are you gonna stop asking me that? <laughs> I have not been normal since sixteen. There you go. Like 16, I think, is when I snapped and realized I only need about four hours of sleep. There you go. You know, I I was super into music. I I would stay up all night writing rhymes and drawing. And then I'd wake up, go to school, go to work. I'd make sure I get a C. But as long as I got a C, then I could work more and make more money to go to the studio more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been a nut since I was 16. So it's not going to change anytime soon. Like, you can't. And and oh, some man. every once in a while though, Rock, every once in a while I'm like, nah, maybe maybe it would be kind of nice to just go home, take my shoes off, say hi to my family, be home by like five thirty, and like take it easy, and like that would be kind of fun. And then like I do it for like a couple days, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> nah, man, I couldn't even sit still. The nine to five, bro. The nine to five for me is like that's a short day. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even have that. That's a half Where day. I'm still, my my days look like. Prayer, meditation, shower. I try to hit the gym when I can. You know, I got to be better at that. You know, I'll get on. Barbershop time, boom. Emails, uplift phone calls, following up on wholesale, invoices, checking out, making sure I'm shouting out the barbers, making sure I'm staying connected with my my recovery people, helping out parents that are struggling with their kids' addiction, Mm -hmm. making sure I have 
present time. My father's been in a rehab for three months, man. He just had his leg amputated. So Oof. I'm down there two I'm down there two days a week, whether I'm going to my filming company or I'm doing this, like just to make sure that I'm present for that guy, you know, and just making sure that he's he feels like he's not alone. And you gotta do what you've gotta do, man. Like your your life we're not here. We're here to learn from my it's balance, but here to learn and be of use to others. We got to help each other. If you yeah. help yourself, that's selfishness, you know? So like when I, when I do my 12 steps, you know, not to like touch on that, but like, that's huge with me where yeah. that should be taught in elementary school. I ask God, please release me of my character defects, my selfishness, my self-seeking motives. So I can be a better use to you. And that's where, where uplift and that's where over the top, that's where we all ride by me, my partner, Luke, like my community, like I go to, I sit at more bars sober today than I did when I was out, you know, running. And I, people are like, how can you stand there and just sit and not have a drink and be this? Like, I'm like, man, because I'm not filling a void. I'm filling a void with spirituality. I'm filling a void with being at peace with myself so that I can be a better use to other people. That's the, that's the big goal. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I love it, bro. This is great. We're going to talk a lot more offline because this is yeah, exactly what I'm talking gonna, about. Man, uh, Plus, I got to get my order in. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to get my order in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, no, I will be calling you tomorrow for the order for real. I got to do that tomorrow. I got to yeah. make my order. So, um, yeah. I was on vacation last week and really enjoyed Good, myself. Man. You enjoyed it? Where'd you go? Where'd we, uh, so people are freaking out. I was on a cruise. There was no coronavirus no anywhere near us. People are freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, Why would you go brother, on a cruise? Dude, yo, so how old are you, Jake? I am four, I'm, I'm going to be 41 in a couple days. Listen, you got to listen to what my brother posted. So my brother's 42, my best friend on the planet. He lives. He works up high. He's a real estate agent, but he also bartends at Fratelli. So you'll like this real quick to finish it. This, he posted this. He used to uh, run Axis in Boston for years. What? Really? Uh, all the clubs. So yeah, Spiky Mike, man. Spiky Mike. That's my brother, but... You know, he posted this last night. He goes, I didn't survive the 90s rave scene to be taken out by a virus named after a light beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was dead. Uh, yeah, it's the K days, and he's just nuts, man. You know, so you guys definitely probably know each other. You, you, you write graph? What did you say you do for art? I did, yeah. But yeah, so I never got out in the Mize. city. Yeah, my, uh, Mize, my Money Mize is a good personal friend of ours, uh, Jay Mack. Uh, Baxter, those are all our homies, man. I, I kind of grew up with all of them, and I, I grew up in the the grass scene, and yeah. I just loved watching it as a kid, man. It was it was something something different, you know. Oh, so dope! I'm still like really in love with graffiti, and what's funny is my son's six, my younger son, and he is like obsessed it. with it. He's obsessed He's with it. it. I told him about it. Like, well, whenever we drive to the Boston, like, oh, check out the graffiti, check out this, check out that. And he just started liking it. So I just showed him Style Wars because there's really no swears in it. It's like yeah. from 82. And like, it's just, you know, it's a great, great documentary about graffiti. Yeah, it's great. He's I've watched it three before. times in three days. Like, it's amazing. He's six. He has a black and book that, now. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he needs it. Hey, the world needs that. Yeah, for you sure. Know, find find your inner artist. Like that's that's literally our slogan for Uplift. Just find your inner artist. We gave you the products. Now figure out. You know, we do the the little test like testimonials and showing people how to use it. But the stuff that we, you know, I there's not a better joy in my life than when I can watch people using my hair products that I make by hand. By the way, I have a factory in Bedford. You got more burns and cuts on my hands from barbering and making hair product, man. It's crazy, but like just watching them. <laughs> Be, be creative with something that I I built. It's the most 
biggest satisfaction of my life, man. That's like, gotta be. It's it's such an amazing thing, dude. It's like you it's like you made a crayon and you gave it to a kid and he wrote he drew the Mona Lisa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you I'm giving you the tools to succeed and you you're going with it. And that's that's the most beautiful thing, man. It's it's something something that it needs to be more of and the kids with the creative to like I'm trying I got a fourteen year old assistant dude that comes into the shop you know, three, four days a week, he's sweeping, he's cleaning, and, you know, we, we give him, uh, we pay him well, obviously, but we get, he's always on the Instagram, Andy. Oh, I know him, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So he's learning Dancing. how to cut, man, and, like, yeah. guess what? That's the future. Go, he wants to be a doctor. Let him go to college. He can be a doctor, and he can cut hair in college, man. Like, now you got to trade. Now you got something to turn over to if you don't want to get stuck with those college loans or you know, you, who knows? You knock a girl up and friggin', you know, calls, <laughs> you gotta leave. Like, now you can cut hair, bro. Like, that's it. Like, it, it's an honest living. And, you know, we're, we're a part of the community. We need to be better, you know, and, and make sure that you realize how important our role is in the community, dude, for the kids. They look up to us, man. I got more parents asking me, can I drop my kid off? He's, like, struggling, you know, with either drugs or behavior, like, because they're going to look up to us. We're covered in tattoos. We've been there. We've been through right. the behavioral issues. We've been through suspension. We've been, like, nah, man, like, positive role models is, like, you want to you wanna earn my respect, like, in, in, especially in this industry? Hold the door open for somebody. Pick up a piece of trash. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> help a little kid out, like, that's, you know, wants to watch you cut hair. Like, that's, Fundamentals. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's it. You can't teach that. You gotta, you, you can, but you gotta, you just gotta have it, you know? Yeah, you know, what's funny, man, is, is, um, just to build on that a little bit, two of the barbers in my Milford shop are people that I started cutting when they were in junior high. And they were interested in barbering slightly. And, um, one of them was really interested and started cutting on the side when he was like 14, 15. I used to give him all my old clippers, give him tips and, uh, give him like real, like, you know, help him like gap his tools and stuff like that. And now he works at my shop. That's amazing. Yeah. And another kid, uh, Lennon, same thing. He's, you know, he used to come in the shop. His mother used to bring him and drop him off and, you know, same thing. And now he works there. And sometimes his mom works there at the desk too. And it's just, it's, it's dope, dude. It's like, this is, these are my people. These are and, your family, bro. Right. I, I literally mean that. Like my clients, they know more about me. I know more about them than my own family does. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so when I have to take a day off for like, you know, family events and like I do the best I can. I mean, I got 12 nieces and nephews, bro. And, you know, it's a lot, but where I'm like, man, like I can't cancel on these dudes again because I'm booked because I'm on the road two days a week, blah, blah, and like Monday, Tuesday. So I cut Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then I'm doing my events. So I'm working seven days a week where if I miss a day, they're not getting in with me for a good month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh, like for man. me to cancel, but I'm fortunate these days that I have 10, we have 10 barbers where I'm confident in every single one of my barbers in that barbershop to cut one of my clients when I'm not there. Like they can, but you know how it goes with the clients, brother. That's another thing. Like, Tell me you haven't, it hasn't happened to you where one of your clients goes to one of your barbers and your barbers have given them a better haircut than you've probably given them yep. and your clients are complaining. I'm like, yo, that, that, <laughs> that looks tighter than I can give you. What yep. do you mean? What are you complaining about? But it's because we're selling an experience. We're, we're giving an experience. That's right. the conversation. That's the attention to detail. That's the ask, asking how their families are doing. What's this and that? That's an escape for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you probably you know more about them at that point. Right, so you're gonna ask them about how was that first communion thing that you went to, or so on. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. I've seen it go the other way too, where people are like, yo, uh, you know, I hope it doesn't bother you, but you know, I sat with so and so because you were booked, and like, I, I really like the way you cut it, and like, since it's hard for me to get in with you, is that? And like, yeah, man, of course, like that's the biggest compliment to me ever. It's keeping your shop alive, bro. Like yeah. it's keeping your your shop alive. Like that's I, you know, we do the the appointments through Booksy, great app, you know, it's it works. But I tell my barbers like, get off Booksy if you're if you're just in this game. You got to earn your stripes. You got to do the walkings. They will. You build it. They will come. People yeah. like dependability. I, I I tell every barber, Rocco, how do you have so many clients? I'll tell you. I I used to work from eight a.m. to eleven o'clock at night every fucking day, and yeah. I would do it because it's that's how it would grow. And people like dependability. They like convenience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I. It's funny over the years though, man. Like you ever see uh what's that danny mcbride show eastbound and down oh yeah at the beginning when he keeps getting traded from the baseball teams yep. i feel over the years man i used to do like 30 40 haircuts a day now i'm down like my pitching's going slower yeah <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm like yeah i'm like yeah it's I'm getting slower and slower i'm like you want to get in and out of here go to one of the guys you know they'll take care of you yeah well, for sure. I mean, that changes, but you're kind of, you've hit that OG status, so you don't really have to cut hair super fast. I mean, I know that you never change that hustle mentality, but you don't have to do it, you know? So, so I cut hair in uh, Malden for like seven years at um, Perfect Style, right? On um corner of like, there's like a weird ass corner in Malden. It's like Cross Street comes in and so does like... Cross Street comes into Main Street, and then Medford Street comes in right after it. I don't know if yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, right near the barber school. Was was it Dante's? Uh, I don't know what shop. I think I know. I know exactly the area. It's it's next to, to Bell Rock Park. It's yeah, like, it's right. Yeah, man. Somebody brought that up today. Somebody was sending me pictures over that uh, today to go to go get some nice uh, headshots and and uh, product shots. Actually, what you, where you just said. Yeah, this place called Perfect Style. I don't know what they're doing. I haven't been up there for a couple of years, and I, you know, I talked to my uh, Greg was one of my big mentors, the guy who owns that shop. But um, just as you know, touching on a little bit, like you said about recovery and, and overdosing and stuff. I mean, that was such a that area just got absolutely mangled. Yeah, with, I never saw anything like it, and I, I lost so many clients and friends through that time. Like young kids, man, like seventeen, sixteen, yeah. like. Jeez, man, like it, it, it's a, just a tough area. So when you're talking about it, I'm feeling it. I'm relating to it, man. I, you know, I wasn't yeah, in it, but I was around it. Oh uh, man, and, and that's the thing. It's like it comes with the territory. And uh, me and Luke, we've been on Chronicle before with NBC Boston. They still play our stuff when they came in. And uh, I've had I don't know, I'm probably two or three barbers dying on me. I had a barber, you know, leave the shop. Boom. I just this this week alone, I lost three friends. I lost a girl that I I went to hair school with. Um, she passed away. I lost my cousin. I just had his funeral on Sunday. And then last Monday, I, a dude was, you know, a really good friend of me and Luke, really inspiring, positive, uh, kind of like a mentor to us, man. And, uh, he came in Monday. It was just me in the shop. I was cutting one of my boys and I could just feel the brokenness behind him. Like he just came back from Miami, but he was like a, he was like a raver, man. Like he was like, yeah, I'll stay up all night, you know, type of guy. And mm -hmm. um, he came by the shop and, uh, this was last Monday and he just came to just talk to me. He knew nobody was there. He's like, yo, I just wanted to come in and check in, say what's up. And like, I could just feel the pain behind those glasses. He came in with sunglasses on, you know, red bottoms. I'm like, man, like, you know, just real, like pulled up in the range and 
you know, I, I just was feeling the energy and I was like, man, like you should maybe go get some rest, bro. Like you look tired, you know, honestly, like just, I could feel it. And, uh, yeah. we had a really good conversation and sure enough, he left. I immediately called my boy Luke and I'm like, yo, Luke, like, uh, I just want to, you know, I think you should check on our boy over here. And, um, Luke called him for like three days. The kid had ended up passing away, leaving the barbershop. Like a few oh. hours later, they oh. found him and, uh, I just found that out and I was, I was probably one of the last conversations that he had with anybody before he passed away, you know, he ended up getting a bag, it was fentanyl and boom, you know, it's like, this is just, this is the life. So why we used to actually have AA meetings at the barbershop, you know, like we, we just always helping people get into detox. My brother's a recovery coach. Like we're running the family restored to learn to cope. There is no stigma, dude. These are real people, good people, creative people that, that are passing away. These aren't just, you know, like that word junkie doesn't exist. That's just like, no, that's, these are broken people. This is a disease. I buried two sisters, man. Like, yeah. and almost my brother two weeks after my sister. So I, I get it. And almost myself. So I get it when it comes down to recovery, man, like this is life or death, you know? So to answer yeah. your question about how I balance it, that's why because <laughs> my life today, my life today is so much more beautiful because I broke out on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, dude, like, I wasn't supposed to live in that car accident, man. I'm here for a purpose. And and like, you bet your ass, nothing's getting in the way of that. Nothing. Uh. Nobody, nothing. Because the only person that can get in the way of my journey is myself. And I will not allow that to happen. Yeah. You know? It's it's, it's incredible, bro. It's it's, it's this really... I'm, I'm getting excited <laughs> I, 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 I'm manic. I'm like real manic when it comes to stuff as far as, um, like I'm not, I'm not on all the time. I'm, I'm yeah. on periodically and I'm off a lot. Like I get, I get to the point where I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I gotta like, I always have to like check myself and reinforce myself that I'm doing it for the right reasons. Cause I struggle with a lot of like attention. I need attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, we all do, man. We're well, human, bro. But it's, absolutely. Like, you're self-reflective. You notice. So I'll tell you what you just did. What was right is you notice that. Right. You know, how long it would take somebody to realize that? Like, hey, you got a booger in your nose. Like, no, I don't. It's 20 <laughs> times. Like, you straight up just said, I need the attention. We all do. Instagram. Boom. Like, if I didn't have my shop and my, my product line, I probably wouldn't be on it because I'm not present enough for my family. I'll go out. I'll be with my nephews and I'm catching myself on the store. And I'm like, man, I got to put this phone down. Why? Because I'm an addict because I have addict and tendencies where, <laughs> you know, they'll sneak up. So I constantly got to check myself and, and check my motives. You know, what is that? Like, you know, my, my sponsor always said he busts my balls. He's like, yo, Rocco, you've been holding doors open before you even started taking steps. He's like, so what happens, you know, it's not about holding the door open. If, say, you hold the door open for a hot chick, are you holding the door open or are you staring at her ass like she's walking through the door? And I'm like, man, shit, like, you got to always check your motives, you know what I mean? What is your motive here? Right. What's what's the why? Which is one part of the question I sent you and you jumped right into it so we don't even need to get there, right? But what is my why? And, And it really comes down to because when I was coming out of barber school and not sure if I made the right decision or not, I wish this podcast existed. I wish there was something where I could talk to somebody or hear from somebody to kind of send me in the right direction. And yeah. so that's my why. And that's why I do the podcast. But as far as cutting hair, 100% the same. I feel like the best version of myself when I'm behind the chair. Boom. You know, that's, that's the, I'm just like happy as could be, no anxiety, like... 
I just feel like an OG, like a Luke Skywalker, like Jedi. Like, I and, just... and here's, isn't it funny, Jake? Not even to cut you off. How amazing it is when people know your name and you don't even know who they are. Like, I'll go out in public and they'll be like, oh, he owns over the top. Or like, hey, Rocco, and I don't even know, but they come to my shop and it's yeah. like, they know you by first name. So that's what I'm saying. Check your motives. Be make, make sure you're mindful, making sure that you're aware of your surroundings because everybody's listening. You yeah. have a bad day in a shop, man. Like, if I can bring a whole crowd up, but if I'm down, I'm like a bull in a china shop, man. I'm going to, yeah. like, shake that place. You know, like, your presence, especially being an owner, it's it's a lot of pressure, dude. Like, people are coming in, uh, like, you know, if the music's not right or this, is the shop clean? Is somebody pick up a broom? Like, you know, don't wait for somebody to do it. Go and do it yourself because you need to set that example in your barber shops. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I teach this when I go to the shops. I'm like, yo, like, I'll go in. I'll go into a shop. They don't even know who I am. I'll pick up a broom and start sweeping their floor. I don't even care. And I'm leaving them broad. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I want, I want to make sure that, you know, you're leaving just like an AA meeting. Like, I don't go to a lot of meetings. Like, I, I'm a, in the program of action. However, if I go to a meeting, it's for the newcomer. And if I'm listening, all I need is one sentence. I need to listen to one sentence in that one-hour meeting that I can relate to and it was worth me going to. Right. So think about how many people are watching you on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? It's like always just to make sure you're mindful and you're smiling and being positive because that's that's your biggest ticket to success. That's your word of mouth. Oh, man, I went into the barbershop. You know, great group of guys, awesome haircuts, but the owner was a dick. Like, no, <laughs> man, like... Yeah. I'd be like, yo, the haircuts are great. The haircut's a haircut, but the vibe of my shop, you know, like they people come in like that place is hilarious. They're nuts. Like we're insane. Like, yo, we're always we should have a reality show at my shop. We got some <laughs> crazy personality. Well you do. Uh, it's on Instagram. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. For real. That's that's the new channel, whatever. Instagram, yeah. Snapchat, YouTube. People watch it. I want Instagram more than I watch T V, so you said it, man. Yeah. That is, that is so my am I. Show. I hate T V. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, there's certain shows I'll make time for, like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something oh, like that. Oh, man, but... I was watching that last night in bed at 2 a.m., bro. Yeah, the I haven't, episode, I haven't I caught up. I was on vacation, so I missed two. I got to... Uh... No, his, his boy is my man, dude. I love that household. Larry David and his, his homie. Yeah, Leon. Leon, bro. That's my dog. Oh, he's so him. funny, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he completely revived that show, bro. That show Yo, was like... Kills it. Oh, kills my it. God. That's how it does it, Larry. That's how I yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm about to put that shit on right now. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. That's what I'm going to do when I'm done with this tour because I got two episodes to catch and I'm going to catch those in bed. And I'm going to edit yeah. this tomorrow and uh, I'm going to post it and everybody's going to be uplifted by this. Uh, for real, this is... this is, um, this is That's this is, the brand, bro. That's not the product. The products are the products and they're, they're only getting better. I got a shampoo, conditioner, shave gel dropping. We got education, but it's the brand, bro. A brand is what sells. It's the story that sells. It's not just the products. Like we all, hair products are hair products. Only mine is made with love. I make that shit by hand. But the difference is what is, what is the motive of the product? You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. what is the real motive here? It's to bring people together, man. It's not about money or whatever. If it was about money, bro, like forget it. I wouldn't be doing it. Right. I'd be freaking, like I said, I'd be behind the chair, but I'm doing it because it has to be done. It needed to be done. And we're doing it, especially in New England. Like this is a Boston based brand. You're not going to get more Boston than this. Like period. No, you're like, not. I, I, <laughs> yeah, people, people are going to hear your accent 
And you know what? You know what's great about talking to you, Rock, is that I can tell you're smiling the way you're talking. I am smiling. <laughs> that's yeah. I'm always smiling. That's yeah, interesting. That's interesting. I'm looking at it. I'm literally sitting in my apartment. I'm looking at the coffee table to the left, and my sister who passed away. I'm looking at her picture right now, and she's smiling in the fucking picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't make that up. She's looking right at me, and I know she's probably with us on this call because this is all Hell good yeah. stuff. Hell you yeah. got enough content. Do whatever you want with it, man. And <laughs> I'll be helping you out, bro. Like I promise. Like that's it. You, you know, you got friend in me man and, and I, I my judgment of character goes with many they'll tell you who i am and you know i i definitely i i'm honored that you even asked me to do this for sure yeah well i've been talking to you i don't know if you remember but like two for two years remember. yeah two years yeah. i've been talking because i found your pomade um and, and it was like all natural had like great ingredients i had a couple clients that had a lot of allergies um mm -hmm. and i was like i gotta get the stuff but you were like i know i'm working on this i'm trying to get that and like we just never really connected until you know I think last time, well, we really connected at the show um, in Connecticut last uh, I remember. last yep, year. We'll so. be there. We yep. will be there this yep. year. I'll be there too. I was trying to get yeah, a booth this it. year, but I, it just wasn't working out. It wasn't the cards. Dude, I, you come by an uplift booth. I'll put you in a shirt. I'd love to have you do, do a haircut. Maybe we can do a little podcast at the booth. Yeah, we could work something out like that for sure, man. Because I do this yeah, all man. mobile. I mean, this is 100% mobile. I can do it anywhere. It's just. I can never get it. It's tough for me to get out of the house at this point with the kids. And I understand, man. That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But yeah, that's 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 a whole other topic. But um, I really appreciate you being on, man. Why don't you tell people where they can find you, your products, and anything yeah, else man. you want them to know before you head out? Well, yeah, so, uh, you know, Rocky Barber, at Rocky Barber Instagram, at Over the Top Barbershop Instagram, at Uplift Provisions Co. I'm on actively you can find me reach out any questions whether that's with products with about how to sell products whether that's about cutting anything business owners shop owners recovery you know just if you need a little bit of a hand at anything man like i'm i'm here to help this is this is my purpose of life it ain't about me no more you know I, i'm a weathered i'm a weathered 29 year old man and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm here brother so you know you can find me I'm, you know rocky barber dm i will 100 percent get back to anybody and you know, it's it's a it's a one of those things that no matter what, I don't care what time it is, it'd be four a.m. I'm picking up the phone, man. Like it's just how it goes. Ah, oh, that's great, you man. Know? Thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you for right. everything you're doing. Thanks for being on with me tonight. And um, once I uh, once I get this ready to go, I'll send you the send you the link, and we'll get it popping. Yeah, man. God bless, brother, and I enjoy your curvy enthusiasm. <laughs> you know I will. All right, I'll talk to you. Peace.